At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. June 11th, 2022. That is NarthexCon 2020 coming to Benton Park Cafe here in St. Louis, Missouri. Registration is open, but spots are limited. Check it out. NarthexCon.com. Com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by DrawYouPicture.com, where you can get me to draw you just about anything. Check out what I've done for others and see what I can do for you at DrawYouPicture.com. Also by our patrons like Christopher Tynan, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Join today at Patreon.com slash ThatStoryShow. Hey guys, it's Gwen from Minnesota, here with my goats, and you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I, <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, how you doing, podcast people? This is That Story Show, where we bring your real-life stories into the spotlight. It is episode 408, broad to the week of April 21st, 2022. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hi, this is John and James. You know how to get a country girl's attention? No. How do you get a country girl's attention? Tractor. A tractor. <laughs> a tractor. <laughs> get your Get your attention every time. So is this going to be your new thing now? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It might. Am, am I not paying you enough? Is that is that the thing? Well, I, no, no. It's, it's not about that. It's uh, it's I just I just want to you know you know uh, branch out. Yeah, branch out. All right. Well, that's awesome. How, how are you doing, by the way? Not too shabby. How about yourself? I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy right now. I didn't, yeah. I didn't sleep last night. All I was thinking about last night, I was laying in bed and I was thinking about, I need to do a podcast with dogs. A uh, podcast with dogs? A podcast with dogs. It would be called podcasting with pups. And what mm. it would do is I would find these dog owners that love their dogs so much that they call them, you know, dog babies or fur babies or whatever. Like fur baby. And I would interview the dog and the owner would sit there and interpret for the dog. So they would have oh, to Oh, that would be. They would have to speak for the dog. So I'd be like, "What is your name, little man?" and she'd say, "My name is Scruffy." Well, I don't oh, know man. how you would possibly know this, Scruffy, but how did you come? How did you come upon that name? Well, it's an interesting story, yeah, and they could do a voice if they want to. Or, that would be. So- 
So I'm I'm really idea. I'm thinking about going to PetSmart and saying, "Hey, you want to sponsor this pro- project I'm doing?" Because I would love to give out gift cards, you know, at the end of the interview, sure, and yeah, and like do about do about fourteen of them. Call it a season, you know, and uh-huh. and 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 maybe get a brand deal. I don't know. That's what I was well, thinking about cool. last night instead of sleeping. <laughs> oh so, man, it's it's, it's got to be my new anti-depression medication. It's just it's it's got my brain going all the time now. I don't know. Yeah, but it's like in a good direction, like ultra creative. Yeah, yeah, that's the I way I, I normally I thought was. you were joking when you said a podcast. No, those. I have thought it that's through. I I've laid there for hours and and gone through interview questions in my head like how many treats do you get have you ever been to pet smart what's your favorite thing to chew on have you been a good boy are you really a good boy what bad things have you done you know it just i've got it all planned out in my head i just need to do it you know that's a, that's really really great i mean i think it would make work really good as a video series too but that's what my wife said but i that complicates things so much because you would have to have multiple camera angles going and multiple camera men and and yeah it would be cute on youtube but it's a podcast thing Mm. so it has to stay audio anyway we always start with an opening story this one's called uncle lbb and uh Uh it's from jenna enter from fenwick ontario canada oh Canadian. I have been racking my brain for months now trying to come up with a good story for you guys. Well, I think I finally have one. Here it goes. Woo! Hold on tight. The magic school bus has shown up. Let's go along for the ride. (laughs) My aunt and uncle live in a subdivision about 15 minutes from my house, and they think they are pretty funny people. <laughs> I love that. I love that whole concept that there there are people that are that are married couple and they're like, you know what? We are funny. We are funny people. Anyway, she what says, do you say about that, eh? We are so hilarious. We don't think they're funny. So a few summers ago, <laughs> I had a feeling. I think that's even funnier. Uh, I, a few summers ago, they had a skunk problem in their neighborhood. So we live in the country, and for that reason, we have a dog that runs free on our property, and she is very curious. And one day, my aunt and uncle asked us for the trap that we had used to catch a possum. They wanted to catch the skunks living under the shed so they could release them far, far away from their neighborhood. And when they picked up the trap, they jokingly said, hey, maybe we'll drop the skunk off at your house. Well, (laughs) they think they're funny. A few days later, we see my uncle's pickup roaring away from the house. My mom texts my aunt and asks her if they had caught a skunk and released it by our house. And my aunt refused to give a straight answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they think they're funny. And when my Oma, that's my mom and aunt's mom, uh, dropped by later that day, my mom found out that my aunt and uncle had not caught one, but two, not two, but five skunks. What? A family. A mama and her babies. Oh, geez. The next, the next morning, a haze filled our house. <laughs> the air oh, was thick no. with an unbearable odor. In fact, it was so stinky that a certain animal never crossed our minds. But guess what our dog had killed? You guessed it, a skunk. <gasps> Uh-oh. The smell was awful. The dog had killed the skunk right under our back porch, right uh, beside the no. foundation wall. And the smell permeated through uh, everything. To this day, my aunt and uncle deny that they ever even mentioned 
a joke involving letting a skunk loose at our property, much less ever doing it. We're still not sure. The timing was just too coincidental. They did it. They did hey, it. Don't be John Dad. Steinklobber about this. Be James about this. Dad gummit. <laughs> John would be like, well, maybe I'll be they, James about this. Maybe they didn't do it. Maybe they need to be forgiven. No, they freaking did it. Thanks for reading my story. And thank you for the most amazing podcast. You guys do great work. You should be Aww. proud of yourselves. Your Thanks. podcast gets me through long days at work. And I love when you replay parts of past episodes, because it's always funny when you guys comment on yourselves. Anyhow, keep up the awesome work. Look forward to the next episode. Jenna Enter. What a cool last name. Enter. I was just thinking the same thing. That is a cool last name. Just, uh, I wonder if there's somebody with a last name exit. You know, some some people put that on their their last name on their welcome mat, and uh, uh, that would be a bad. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that'd be a bad last name to have on a welcome mat. Just enter. I mean, vampires could get in everything. You know, <laughs> usually they have to ask permission. It's like you know, I come. Oh, I see you already have it here. Yeah, so I will come in. <laughs> and that's the way yeah, vampires sound. So anyway, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's rewind the week. I, I gotta mention first of all my first rewind of the week is that i feel really smooth right now because i have a brand new microphone and i feel like mm. i sound cool <laughs> you do sound different i do we'll for real that. yeah yeah i can hear it on this side <laughs> that's awesome i i feel cool i feel cooler than i've ever felt so mm. um i'll tell you what john let's break with tradition Give me a second to look mine up. Why don't you go first? Because I kind of forgot. <laughs> I get to go first? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got a few to pick from. So right. I'm going to eeny, meeny, miny, mow it, and I'm going to land right here. Uh, okay, okay. This is what I do. Okay. All right. So um, as you know, I live on a, not a huge piece of property, but it's a, it's a kind of big. I, I do know, admit layers. to stalking you on Google Maps, and you do have a good little plot <laughs> of land there. It's it's a little bigger than your yard, which yeah, um, is is probably not too difficult to achieve. Mine is uh, three postage stamps city. wide, so right. Well, well, uh, I've never measured it in in terms of postage stamps, but I understand it's, it's over a little a little over a couple acres. Yeah, so um, enough to I, hide when a toilet. I, when I, I'm sorry, it's enough to hide a toilet. You know, you wow, have no, you don't hide toilets out in the country. You put them out in plain sight, <laughs> put, man. put some plants in that bad boy. That's right. It's like hiding a pearl of great price or something. <laughs> I don't know. Who would do that? I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry for interrupting. I won't do it again. <laughs> it's okay. I, um, I, whenever I, um, have like yard debris, like branches falling out of the trees and, or if I have to do any pruning of the trees and rake up leaves and stuff, I'll dump it out way back in the back. So I have a, I have a, it's not a tractor. It's just like a lawn, riding lawnmower that I can hook a trailer up to and, and, and bring things around. And so I was doing, I was hauling some stuff back there and I dump it off and, and I, I have a neighbor in the backyard. And, um, so our properties kind of butt up to each other and his, the back end of his yard, he's turned into like a, a farming area where he can, he tills up the ground and he plants stuff and he's an awesome dude. He came you know, riding through our, our yard one day with a, a load of tomatoes and goodies and stuff like that. Well, that's and nice. Amy was yeah. ecstatic. He's super. So we, we, we certainly appreciate him. Um, and so, you know, whenever I see him, I'll wave and say hello and stuff. And um, so I was back there and I was driving my tractor and, and 
I'm kind of down a little bit of a hill from him. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking up a little bit, not too much, but I can see him back there on his, on his back porch and he's a good distance away and he's just standing there overlooking the, overlooking his, uh, his freshly plowed garden path there. And, um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm riding the tractor and, and I just wave to him. I just, you know, throw my hand up in the air and just give him a little wave and just let him know, Hey, I see you. How's mm-hmm, it going? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and he, he didn't really see me, but he kind of waved back. And I was like, that's a weird wave. Cause it was really low down by his waist. And, and then I realized that he, <laughs> you know, as gentlemen, um, <laughs> We have a certain a procedure ability <laughs> that we that we end our 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 relief session with. He was peeing in the yard. <laughs> he was peeing in the yard, and he wasn't waving hello he to wasn't you. Waving at me. He wasn't waving at me at all. And and so I quickly, once I realized that, I I turned my tractor the other way, put my head down, and I was like, I sure hope he didn't see me waving at him. How you two doing? Hey, you and little man getting along. Yeah. No. I was hoping that his eyesight isn't good. My, oh. I didn't have my glasses on, so I. Oh, I, good. You know, good. It's far enough away that you know people are blurry at that distance, but you yeah. can't tell. Yeah, a little self censorship there. Well, <sighs> man, I now I'm glad I live in the city. Because <laughs> at least when people pee publicly, which they do, they they face a brick wall and pee on your freaking house. So, yeah. Well, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, All right, I got mine. Um, it's not it's not going to do anything like that. But we went to Silver Dollar City, which if you've never been to Silver Dollar City, it's in Branson, Missouri. It is a great theme park. They have the best homemade yeah. food. I mean, it is. I've been there. Yeah, it's fantastic. No, wait, that's not. That's not the same as Dollywood, right? No, Dollywood and so they're they're owned by the same company, but they're not the same. Never mind. I've not been there. Okay, so good it, food it is so good, and um, and and it was great. And so we we always go to the pizza place, and so it's it's uh, it's like if Cracker Barrel opened a. Uh, theme park that's what this whole place is like it's it's country it's just country and you get into it and your accent comes back and you take pictures of people and and you know you just get homey and you talk to people and 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 yeah. you know it anyway but we're we go to this pizza place and they they make the pizzas and they put them in a in a brick oven and they cook them and they bring them out and they're just so good and we're sitting there at the end of a long, heavy, wooden, handmade, hand-hewn table. And uh, mm. and we were just sitting there eating at the edge of it, you know, me and my kids and my wife. And um, there, a guy at the other end of the table, his wife, and, and a baby stroller, and he says, can I push this table a little bit towards y'all? Because I know what he wants to do. He wants to push and make room for the baby stroller to get through between these two tables that are butted up ah. against each other. And I said, sure, that's fine if you can. No, I didn't mean anything by that. I just meant like if it's not bolted to the ground. Right. But right. I, as I look at him, I notice his arms are bulging and his chest, his testicles, his mandibles are, <laughs> are bulging. He is a man who works out for a living like 
at least with part of his life. <laughs> and he hears me say, if you can, and I hear him whisper. He, he doesn't think I can hear him, but I heard him. He's like, you bet I can. <laughs> and dude, <laughs> he picked up the whole table and pushed it about two feet to the point our pizzas almost slid off the table. <laughs> and he got his baby where it needed to be. Yeah, I was like, dude, I didn't mean anything by it. I wanted to say, you know, like I wasn't challenging your masculinity by any means. I'm not trying to pick a fight at America's favorite family theme park. You know, I I just you meant I can. I meant like if it's possible. <laughs> if, <laughs> you bet I can. <laughs> you bet I can. So he did. He he Push this and you know he was walking around. He's walking around after that. <clears throat> yeah. Mm, you bet I can. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he his so. His his pectoral elites, yeah, uh, aka his chesticles, were probably you know super pumped. Yes, he, he I was. I didn't even have to take any energy powder for that one. Very proud of himself, and and <laughs> we were all very impressed with his ability to pick up the table and move it. But anyway, anyway, um, I want to take a second and thank some patrons because uh, Jenna, the one we just read a story from. She became yeah. a Canadian annual subscriber. So uh, awesome. I, I think it's annual. Um, I'm not sure because uh, there's a transference that goes in there, but uh, $16.20, either a year or a month. I'm not sure which, but I appreciate it either way. Elizabeth Kruger bumped hers from $5 to $10 for no reason whatsoever what? other than she just wanted to. And she's Thanks. been around since she was a little girl, man. Yeah. So her crazy. And her sister Lauren, right? Yeah. Yeah. They sent in stories and everything. I think they have a whole family of Krugers, except Freddie. He's not part of it. He's, but. he's we don't talk about Freddie. No, no, no. <laughs> so uh, Brock Sanderson became a $3 a month patron, and Jamie Oxner, another great last name, became a $5 a month patron. So we appreciate right. it. You can become a patron too and get all kinds of perks and 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 get bonus stories. I mean, that's what the bonus content is. It's more stories. We did a uh, matter of fact, I'm going to talk about it. I want you guys to go and take our survey. It's at NLCast.com. You just scroll down about halfway down the page. It's right there. It'll take you about four minutes to do. It just, it, it helps us out with, with, uh, with, with our future and where we're headed as a podcast. It, it gives you a chance to give some opinions and stuff like that. But, um, uh, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> survey <laughs> yeah something about the survey i'll just say take the survey and um that would be awesome if you would help us out by taking the survey over 160 of you have already but but there's thousands of you you know and we we need your input and that would be great yes. uh another announcement i'd like to share is that we are going to do a theme show um uh that was the thing i think that i wanted to mention is people um, mentioned that they like certain types of things. And one of the things they like is theme shows. Okay. So we're doing a theme show and it's called dates and mates. And so dates and mates. yeah, it's, it's due in two weeks. So you need to send in your stories, email or audio, 
James at NLCast.com, and um, it's about married life. It's about weird dates. It's about girls and guys and awkwardness. Oh, it's it's okay. about anything and everything to do with dates and mates. And uh, and it's and we're going to try to fill up a show in two weeks. So email me your stuff. We 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 put it on uh, we put it on Facebook. I said, what should the next theme show be? And people mm. kept putting dates, man. We need we need to hear about dates. We're dying to dates, hear about worst dates. dates and stuff. So we're doing dates, yeah. dates and mates, I call it. And dates and, uh, mates. and that's a great thing. I, I do want to mention also while we're doing announcements, I don't know if you know, but I do a show called Red School Bus, and it's just like this one, except it's for little kids and middle schoolers. And they love it. And so if <laughs> you got a kid that you would be like, I'd. They would love that story show, but it's just a little too edgy for them. Um, get yourself over to Red School Bus. Just look it up in iTunes or or Apple or or Spotify, wherever you're at. That's you. All you got to do is type in Red School Bus, and it will be there for you. We have like uh, oh, 70 episodes or or something like that it's it's a lot and and uh i started with me and my daughter and then it went with me and my son and now i'm it's me and little james which is john's son and we're just yeah. moving forward having a lot of fun telling stories and uh and making jokes and and taking quizzes and singing songs and doing all kinds of stuff that you do with kids <laughs> so uh, it's I, fun, and, and the name of the story, the name of the show, is actually based on one of the stories that we had coming yes, here a while back. Yes, it's, so it's a nice it's, little throwback. Reference. And and this episode, this week's episode, is a great way for you to get started on that because it's actually called the Red School Bus, and it tells the story of why we called the show Red School Bus. So if you want to get that inside information, we have adults that listen to it and love it. So it's just a way to get more. Uh, information. Matter of fact, now I remember what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about why people need to get on Patreon because people talked about in the survey what they wanted. They wanted more behind the scenes stuff. They wanted more stories. They wanted more listener stories. And I'm like, all of that is already available if you submit and and join and become a Patreon supporter. Uh, it's as little as a dollar a month. Um, then they got a $3 a month thing. We got a $5 a month thing. If you can afford it, we got a $10 a month thing. If you can afford it, you know, it's just helping out the show and, and you get more of what you already want from the podcast, which is more content. We do anywhere from four to seven stories every single time. And, uh, it's at least 16 to 18 minutes of additional content every week. And I would love for you to take part in it and get in there and get going uh, so remember you, you have a job. It's a theme show. Okay. Take our survey, go. go listen to red school bus and sign up for Narthex con, which is coming up June 11th. And, uh, there's, there's about, uh, 50, man, maybe more like 35 to 40 spots left. So oh. I'm excited. We're very yeah. excited about this. So it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it because we're going to, we're gonna go to the Vat Nineteen place. Awesome city museum or city kids museum, museum or whatever. You're yeah, about. city museum. Yeah, we're we're so. gonna be hanging out, having a blast. Well, anyway, it's yep. time for us to jump into some listener stories. Let's do it. Is there anybody going to listen to my story? 
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right. I've heard from several people they don't know what that guy's saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what do you think he's saying, John? Is there anybody that's going to listen to my story? That's exactly what it is. There it is. Just, you know, it's sped up in little parts. So, it, is there anybody that's going to listen to my story? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody going to listen to my story? And and it just fits the beat that way. I, I manipulated yeah. it. So, this is a story called Frog Training from Aaron from Skiatuk. Skiatuk? Yeah. That one was hard. That sounds like an interesting place. I'm going to have to Google that. I should have. Recently, I took my two oldest granddaughters, ages almost six, just ask her, and four. <laughs> Are you five? No, I'm almost six. Uh, <laughs> I took them on a walk around our pond and back, and when we reached the pond, we were greeted with a chorus of peeper frogs. Peeper frogs. Hey, paper frogs? Peeper. 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 Peeper frogs. Peeper frogs. Uh, uh, I never heard of that that's before. My, that's my new band name, James and the Peeper Frogs. Uh, <laughs> I, I call it. No, nobody claim it. The, the girls were surprised by the sound, and they asked me what it was, and I told them it was frogs. But when I told them, they said that wasn't right because frogs say ribbit. Spoken right. in as deep of a bullfrog voice as the four-year-old could muster. Ribbit, ribbit. I, I tried explaining that not all frogs make the same noises and that these frogs were the boy frogs telling the girl frogs where to lay their eggs. Grandpa, you're getting into dangerous territory. Just telling you. <laughs> Carefully leaving out the details that might not be rated E for everyone 10 and up. Rated E Thank for you. everyone 10 and up. And up to avoiding the opening uh, of that can of worms. The almost six-year-old gave me an odd look. She tilted her head to the side and she said, Dido, it sounds like Daydo, Daydo, my grandpa name. Dido, you don't know anything about frogs, do you? <laughs> you're you're you more anything about frogs. You're do you? a moron, aren't you? <laughs> you're full of it, aren't you, Dido? <laughs> I, I had no valid comeback. Yeah. So <laughs> we turned around. And I just began the trip back to the house while the two girls energetically discussed the frogs that were high school frogs or were they college frogs? And <laughs> could high school frogs get married or did they have to wait until they were college frogs? They were definitely right. I don't know a daggum thing about frogs. <laughs> Time for a, a bachelorology test or class. Hope you learned something new, Aaron from Ski Took. Yeah, I learned that there's a ski ski a took place that i don't know nothing about so Mm. man kids kids are funny when they educate you too like my son we were in the car coming home and he's 14 years old and he says dad he says do you know how to get an average you know from numbers and i'm like heck yeah i do you take all the things and you add them up and then you divide it by the number of things. And he's like, dang it. I was hoping I would have that over you. I'm like, don't, don't, don't you worry, son. I, I bet there are plenty of things that I've forgotten 
and, and never learned. I never said that part, but <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Because homeboy's taking like trigonometry and stuff. So I, I, I yeah. never got past remedial math in high school, you know? Oh. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm with, uh, Aaron. I'm, I'm ready to be a, a stupid grandpa. <laughs> you don't know anything about math, do you, James? My, my hmm. son told me you're, he says, I said, I know stuff. He says, you know, stupid stuff. And, and I, <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> I know a lot of stuff. I really, really do. But it, it is kind of stupid stuff. Like I'll just mouth off about <laughs> something and I sound like I'm brilliant. But then if yeah. you press me on it, I only know that because I watched a video or a documentary and that's literally all I know about the entire subject. So isn't, isn't that all of us though? I mean, I think it is, but I, I think I come across so sure of myself, you know, so confident in my, my thing. And, and, <laughs> and, and plus I joke around a lot. So the kids never know if I'm for real or if I'm joking, so I'll come up with this fact about a movie or an animal or something like that. Well, like when I was talking about lanolin, how dogs love lanolin, and it comes from sheep wool, and they're like, "You're just making this up. This is one of your. St- it's not funny, Dad. Just stop. We're trying to eat dinner." And I'm like, "No, for real. Look it up." And they do, and it's real, and you know, like, oh, our yeah. dad is brilliant. We're so sorry. We have no. It's you, stupid Daddy. stuff. That's an example of the stupid stuff I know. So, <laughs> you know, stupid stuff, you know, Dad. stupid stuff, daddy, P- he's picking on me. And when I was depressed, when I was down for a while there, I was letting him. And now I'm like, all oh, like getting back up in his face. <laughs> he thought he had it over you. I'm now. like, yeah, when now you're not you're ticklish back. anymore, you come talk to me, you know, because <laughs> it's hard to be a man when you're still ticklish. So <laughs> uh, I'm still ticklish when I punch <laughs> you and you don't laugh anymore. Yeah, that that's when, uh. That's when we'll talk about uh, who's stupid and no stupid stuff. But anyway, <laughs> read us a story, John. Let's do this. This comes to us from Evan Eckhart in a New Palestine, Indiana. This is a stump sting, and this is a good one. You're yeah. going to be stumped, James. Okay. I, I'm ready. Hello, James and John. Well, hello. A few years ago, I was home with my young daughter and decided to chop out a stump with an axe while she took a nap. After a few swings, I felt a stinging sensation on my legs. Oh. Confused, I looked around and saw a thorn bush behind me and assumed I had backed into it. I made a mental note to avoid the bush and took a few more swings. Immediately, I felt more stings, but now in my arms, legs, and body everywhere. <laughs> it was then, it was then that I realized I hadn't backed up into a thorn bush. I had swung my axe into a bee's nest in the stump. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. It's more like this. Oh, God, help me. Help me, Jesus, Lord, baby, Jesus, come help and save me. Killer bees, killer bees. <laughs> uh, it, that's exactly... Mental mm-hmm. mental picture of that. That's exactly what's Swinging an axe story. around like an insane person, Yeah. Yeah. I now found myself in a cloud of bees. Oh, they were no. even in my clothes. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. My first instinct was to swing the axe at them, but they were somehow <laughs> able to dodge my swings. 
<laughs> in a bit of panic, I threw the axe down and ran back toward the house, intending to run inside. Mm. On the way, however, I realized that bringing a cloud of bees into my napping baby daughter's oh. house was probably a divorceable offense. Yeah. So I ran behind the house. Uh, yeah, that's. Can you see? How did the baby get all these bee stings? Oh my god! I don't know. They followed me inside. She was I playing guess. with the axe too, dumb baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was supposed to be napping, but I don't know. No, but Aaron, Evan did the right thing. He ran behind the house, dousing myself in water. Fortunately, did the trick, oh. and I did get some some relief. I later napped alongside my daughter after taking a generous <laughs> dose of Benadryl. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed my story. Keep up the great work, yes. Evan. Yes. We liked it. I Ouch. liked it. And good ah. thinking, man. I don't know that I would have been able to think that clearly with a bunch of bees on me, dude, yeah. doing the bee dance, you know? It's it's a dance reserved for when creepy crawlies get on you. Um, and, and thinking that the bee stings were actually, you know, thorns on the back of your leg. I don't know. I've been stung by stuff before, and, and it's it's a lot more painful than a thorn prick. Yeah. I, uh, so Evan must be a pretty big man to, to take that kind of stuff. Yeah. I bet you he can push tables out of the way real easy, too. <laughs> I was about to say, was this a big humble brag? <laughs> Is that all this was? Yeah, I got tore up by a bunch of bees, but it wasn't nothing because I'm a man. I'm, a, I'm already swole. Oh. I tell you, I, I'm from Indiana, and uh, the bees are bad to the bone, but not to me. Not to me. Oh, my nice. goodness. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Evan. We got another yes. one. It's from Bill from Indiana. It's called Twin Chewers, and it's kind of gross, but it's good. Uh, since baseball season has officially begun, I'd like to share a funny baseball story with you from my childhood. My twin brother and I shared everything growing up as kids. We had to share our room at home, our clothes, shoes, and even toys. We even shared our ABC gum. What is ABC oh. gum, you ask? No I, no, I already know, but for the homeschoolers out there, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and, uh, and ed- educate you. Well, it's called already been chewed gum. And yeah, that's right. Already My brother and I would get a piece of bubble gum. And when one of us was tired of chewing it, the other one would take over and enjoy it for a while. <laughs> oh, 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 come on. Oh, did they have rhyming names? That's what I need to know now. So anyway, I blame my mother for this. We didn't get too many treats or sweets when we were kids. And I'll say. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were a family of seven and money was really only spent on the essentials. So <laughs> I'm going to buy oh. you one piece of gum. Who gets it first? You know, you put rock, paper, scissors for that joker or what? So they didn't seem to complain though. They didn't seem to mind. So my brother and I would have to get creative when a treat finally became available to us. Uh, you lick this side of the lollipop and I'll lick the other side and we'll, we'll just meet in the middle. Let's just go at it at the same time. Like two laboratory retrievers. <laughs> <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to the center of your other brother's tongue? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Come on. So, so as gross as sharing ABC gum may be, it does get better. My brother and I were playing in a little league baseball game one afternoon, and we didn't have any bubble gum, which is a problem because you've got to have bubble gum when you're playing baseball. You don't have to. Yeah, he thinks don't. so. It's a rule. Anyway, while I was trotting out to center field for the next inning, I noticed a wad of bright pink bubble gum in the outfield grass. 
Come on. Yes, James and John. I picked it up off the ground. I popped it right in my mouth. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) This was the score of a lifetime. (laughs) I thought I was. I thought since it was in the outfield grass. Watering for the wrong reasons. (laughs) And not on the floor of the dugout or the infill where it would have been coated in a layer of dirt. I thought I was all right. I only had to pick out a blade or two of grass and I was good to go. So the best Uh part is once the inning was over, my brother got a turn with it once we got back in the dugout. (laughs) (laughs) It's my turn to eat the gum now. (laughs) So the joys of ignorant childhood Uh bliss. You know, after the game, I was over my, I was over after the game was over. My mom saw us chewing bubble gum and asked, where'd you get that? And since uh, she didn't get us any before the game, I gleefully told her how I found this wonderful treasure. And then I received the <laughs> scolding of a lifetime. Needless to say, I had to pass up any future ABC gum if found on the ground. Moms can be such a bummer sometimes. Yeah. Play ball. God bless Bill from Indiana. You know, it oh, never yeah. occurred to them to just bite half of the stick of bubble gum and give half to each mm. twin hello steve james you are brilliant oh i i, I was thinking it kind of made sense the way they were doing it but <laughs> no i've been thinking about it for zero minutes and i came up with that idea you know i i, yeah. I just somebody's getting the short end of the stick either time if you do it any other way just bite it in half and pass oh, it over to you your go. friend and, and and live in harmony so can you imagine how excited he was to tell his mom when when he found that gum? He said, "Mom, you're not gonna believe it. This gum was laying in the grass in the like, outfield. Like nobody wanted it anymore. I I <laughs> rescued fun. that gum. I'm a gum rescue guy. Still had flavor. <laughs> Lots. It's, it's it's not hubba bubba. It's big league chew, baby." So. Oh, he got he he got the scolding of a lifetime. Oh. Poor guy. Oh man, you get to read a fun story next. I saved it for you. Okay. <laughs> well, this comes to us from the great state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, what's it called, John? It's called the Asterix. Okay, that that comes into play later. I think it so. does. I think it plays quite nicely. Actually, it comes to us from Dan Lewis. My daughter has a growing collection of squishmallows. What are those? If you don't know what those are, no, I didn't. Uh, they're basically oversized stuffed animals that are stuffed with a very squishy, soft material, much hmm. much more so than your typical typical stuffed animal. Okay. You might even say that they're super squishy. Oh. That's a throwback phrase for you. I don't I don't remember it. <laughs> I think it was actually super squeaky. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, I remember super squeaky. I remember super squeaky, but I super don't. squeaky. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. We can't finish the story because you messed up the reference. Yeah, so. we're going to throw it out. Try, <laughs> try again next the, time. <laughs> the asterisks. Just kidding. Anyway, I went into my daughter's room to get her to get her up and ready for school. And in her dimly lit room, I saw what I thought was a spider on one of her squishmallows. Is it mallow or mellow? Like marshmallow? Squishmallow? I have no mellow. idea. I'm going to just say squishmallow. I'm going to say squishmallow. Um, it looked it looked like all eight of its legs were were spread out, and it looked like a big asterisk. <laughs> I poked it to see if it would move, and it didn't. It turns out that it was the squishmallow's butthole. 
That's right. So messed up. Strands of thread. (laughs) Strands of thread were used to stitch a butthole onto the Squishmallow, (laughs) and I touched it. (laughs) Now, I understand that the Squishmallow is made mostly out of cloth stuffing and thread, but I still felt the need to wash my hands. (laughs) I would too, man. I'd be getting me a... Uh, a, a thread puller, man. I, my, my, my grandma and my mom always had a, a stitch releaser, you know, just a little, uh, yeah, uh, a little hook thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be unthreading me a, a, a squishmallow butthole. That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> uh, Dan continues I imagine these squishmallows are mass produced in a factory and someone had the brilliant idea of including the detail, <laughs> the details of an animal's rear end sewn onto these things. Somewhere out there, it's someone's job to sew buttholes. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I make squishmallows. Well, I've heard of those. Those are great. What what part do you do? I and do the back half. What what do you say? I and do the back half. No, the back half. What what does that entail exactly? I mean, the front has eyes and nose and mouth, and it's it's got yeah. it's got a hole. A there's, what? There's, I can't hear you. What did you say? I hmm. I stitch a butthole. So I, <laughs> Those stitch buttholes. That's the tiny holes on, on hey, stuffed hey, animals. Why does a stuffed animal have a hiney hole? <laughs> what? Dad, Clementine, what does your dad do for a living? He, he stitches buttholes on, on on cats, on freaking stuffed cats. My dad's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I that's saw what, him last week. That's no, what you would say. Jail. My dad is dead. He died. He, he's dead to us anyway. We're over it as a family. You know, he's already gone. Uh, well, maybe maybe there's a machine that does it, yeah. Dan says. Yeah, it's programmed but in though by somebody that programmed it. Somebody had to program it right. They had to they had to make that thing happen. They had to engineer it. And this, James, Dan reminds us this is the world we live in. God help God us. God help us all. So to sum it all up, Dan says, I touched the stuffed animal's butthole. <laughs> Thinking it was a spider, and there's just something wrong with that. <laughs> and Dan was very kind to include pictures with this. Yeah, and I gotta say, it looks it's it looks like a big it looks like a big marshmallow <laughs> with a dog's face on it. Yeah, yeah, you know, on the front side, and he's even got kind of an angry look on. Yeah, his Yeah, he face. does. His eyebrows but are kind of downturned. I would be too if my butthole was on display. But I've, I've thought about that. I mean, our dogs walk around and they have upturned tails, just like a cat, yeah. you know? And, and I'm like, they're just flashing their business everywhere and, and nobody cares. I care. It bothers I me. Yeah. I don't want to see that, you know? What? Yeah. We, we watched um, uh, 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 Harry Potter, the first one the other day, and I was thinking about that, that, um, that teacher who turns into a cat. Yeah. And she walks around <laughs> and she keeps her tail up too. I mean... Do you, do you think that she ever considers that? <laughs> that whole class just saw her butt. That and is so wrong. Being late. I was like, you, you need to put your tail down, teacher. <laughs> you need to turn into a Himalayan at least. You know, something. Yeah, something. <laughs> Maybe something else. Maybe that was a problem she had. There were there were notes written to her every time she transformed. What did you do? What did you do? Oh, Lord, help um, us. 
What's her name? Is that McGonagall? McGonagall. I never thought about that before, and now I'm never going to be able to unsee it or unthink it. (laughs) I don't think she's going to be turning into cats anymore. McGonagall's showing off her her butthole. I don't even like saying butthole. We don't swear on this show. We never have. I know. I feel wrong saying it. And butthole is like the closest to a bad word (laughs) that we get. And, and, And that's why I'll usually say tailpipe or something like that instead you know it sounds a little more less but you know it, it's still okay <laughs> it just doesn't feel okay i need to go wash my ears out now yeah is what i happens. had to apologize to all the parents oh. um it, kids butthole is not a nice word to say that's right but people that butthead is better butthead yeah or butt yeah or just yeah butt. the hole does make it uh kind of it does it's it's yeah. a bad thing. It's it's a it's a scientific term and needs to be reserved for people that are smarter than all of us. Okay, right, sir. Right, there right. is a problem with your butthole. You know that's the way doctors <laughs> talk. So anyway, uh, this one's called "Serious About Sauce," and it's uh, from Mandy from Glenville, uh, New York. Hello, I started listening to your show a year and a half ago on my travels to and from work, and I have made it all the way to episode two sixty seven. Congratulations. That's that's very cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's great. I'll give you a little give you a little yeah, love I, there. I so I had told myself that I wouldn't send in any stories until I caught up, but something funny happened a few days ago, and I'm afraid I won't remember it by the time I do. So here it goes. My aunt needed a ride to the grocery store for some St. Patrick's Day supplies. And when we got oh. to the store, she decided to check her account balance at the ATM before shopping. Now, she's a little older, so this was taking a while. And while we waited, I decided to watch people as they entered the store. And after a few came and went, a woman walks in, and she looked completely normal. Her hair was done nicely. Her outfit looked casual, yet clean and intentional. I mean all this to establish that she wasn't just some crazy bum from off the street. And as the sliding doors open, she walks in and instantly begins to shout to whoever can hear, where is the cocktail sauce? What aisle is the cocktail sauce on? We have a cocktail sauce emergency, apparently. She's not even looking at anyone in particular. She's just walking around and shouting about her cocktail sauce emergency. (laughs) I was cracking up. And after about 30 seconds of aimlessly asking, she became frustrated. Nobody! No one in here. Not one person knows where the blipping cocktail sauce is. Finally, she goes over to some poor teenager working the register and loudly asks her question again. Do you, you, sir, do you know where the cocktail sauce is? <laughs> the girl had 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 her uh, getting just named some aisle. I don't even think it was the right thing at all. I don't think it, I think it was a cereal aisle. And the woman just walks on. <laughs> And unfortunately, I have no end to the story. I have no idea if she ever completed her quest for cocktail sauce. But I guess sometimes you really just need to get your cocktail sauce on. <laughs> have a great day, Mandy from Glenville, New York. Yeah, it was an emergency, Thanks, man. There were people drunk somewhere and they needed cocktail sauce. You know, Wow, there's shrimp to be at. And that <laughs> needs to have cocktail sauce. That's first world white, white people problems right there. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I need the cocktail sauce. Please. Me now. Please, do you know where the cocktail sauce is? Someone, for the love of God in your own body, please tell me where the cocktail sauce is. Uh, so, 
He's probably wandering from store to store in search of cocktail sauce. And when she dies, her ghost will be like, cocktail sauce. I need the cocktail sauce. Ah, you I, know, you can make it yourself with a little bit of ketchup and horseradish sauce. I just feel That's bad. It is. She was the only one that was sober enough to go get, you know, to recognize that they were out of it and needed more of it. <laughs> so she's having the least fun at the party, first of all. Because she's not schnockered enough, you know, to 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 not be able to drive, and then she's got to go get cocktail sauce. I don't I yeah. understand. That's probably why she was so angry because she had to leave. Yeah, and yeah, there wow. are shrimps that that cannot be at right now. That's right. Anyway, well, speaking of cars, I I got a story about NASCAR. All right, James. that's the that's my favorite kind of car. No more NASCAR though. This is oh. the title of our story. No more. NASCAR. This comes to us from Chris in Wisconsin. Hi, James and John. This is Chris from Wisconsin, and I have a story to share from my childhood. Growing up, my dad and I were big NASCAR fans. Sweet. Our favorite driver was Bill Elliott. Yeah. Yes. From this great state of Georgia. That's right. Ah, Bill Elliott. You know, down here in the South, we got a lot of very famous NASCAR racers. I bet you do. I bet you that's a majority of them come from Georgia. Probably, you know, your wide open terrain. And I I like to think of, you know, Doc Hudson driving around the dirt track. Oh, yeah. That's that's what Georgia's like. Yeah. Anywho, one year for my birthday, I got a Bill Elliott remote-controlled race car as a gift. As you can imagine, I was very excited to use this new car, drive it around on our sidewalks. Our house was on a corner, so we had sidewalks in the front and on the side of the house. Sweet. Ooh, extra sidewalks. Sweet. Yeah. Bonus. Indeed. Yeah. My dad, seeing how fu- how much fun I was having with the car, asked if he could use it. And dad didn't have much experience with remote control devices, but he was dad, so I said, sure. Mm-hmm. I set the car down on the driveway and gave the controller to my dad. And he started it down the sidewalk. He was doing great until the, the car started getting closer to the street and a little closer to the street and eventually in the street. Oh, no. And the next thing we knew, my new Bill Elliott number no. 9 Coors Light RC car was smashed into 100,000 pieces by an oncoming real car. <laughs> to this day, if any of my kids get a remote control device, I warn them, don't let Papa get his hands on it. <laughs> <laughs> Good story, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Sorry about your car. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> That's funny, though. Oh, it's brand new. It was the first time out of the box. Uh, <laughs> hey, son, let me give that remote control I trust car you, a Dad. Of course I'll let you. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to take it for a little spin. I know what I'm doing. A little spin a room. Good at this car stuff. Man, this thing don't go straight. Oh, is it no. is deviating into the road? You know, that road's better than the sidewalk, son. I like that. Uh, it's pretty cool. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's neighbor Bob. Neighbor Bob, watch out. <laughs> Crunch. Crunch. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Bill. I love it. Sorry, Bill. Oh, yeah. I and, bet you it was pretty awesome to see, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That little car smashed into and, a billion and, and when Chris, it was his time to learn to drive, you know, a car. His dad couldn't say nothing, you know, couldn't say nothing to him. <laughs> yeah. Son, you need to, dad, shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
you wrecked a freaking my NASCAR. You you have no driving skills whatsoever. You have no leg to stand on. I will figure this out by myself. Right. I don't need and your I won't help. Run over some kid's poor car. That's right. I'm gonna be <laughs> looking both ways. I'll cross the street. I'll do the whole thing right. I don't need your help. Anyway, our last story today is from Colleen Harrington. I, I forgot to put a title on it, so let's just see what it's about. A, a local church was having a week-long revival. Uh, one gentleman from the church whose name, unfortunately, was Harry Butt. Yeah, this sounds like it came out of a, a Reader's Digest, but anyway. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Colleen, did you pull this from the Reader's Digest? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But anyway, we already started. We might as well. We're, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like the luge. You know, we're on the sled. We got to go all the way down now. You're downhill now. Yep. I had, I had brought a van. He had brought a van load of older ladies to the service. And the person who was leading the service wanted to recognize Harry for his efforts. He said, would all the ladies with hairy butts please stand up? And in my demented mind, I could see husbands elbowing their wives saying, stand up, honey. He's talking about you. So, yeah, church joke. <laughs> nope. Church joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All so, the ladies with hairy butts, please stand up. Yeah. Would you please stand up? Please stand up. Nah. Uh, that's, we, <laughs> that's like a <laughs> church jokes that you just hear, you know. Like we're gonna have a meeting of the board after church, and uh, so the board gathers, and uh, there's this strange man sitting there, and the pastor says, uh, "Sir, what are you doing here?" He says, "Well, you said there was a meeting of the board, and I was about as bored as anybody you ever saw." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I, we're gonna have oh, we're gonna have bean bean uh, potluck. Uh, music follows. <laughs> <laughs> okay and i was driving i was driving <laughs> and i saw a church sign and it says no bunny loves you like jesus <laughs> oh it hurt Man. it hurt my feelings it really did <laughs> we got some of those bad and now they're digital oh really we yeah. got a couple of churches down here that have digital ones and they still put those corny sayings <laughs> senate sermons man they're great. God answers knee mail. Yes. K-N-E-E. <laughs> okay. He does. He does. He does, but uh, not like that. So anyway, <laughs> surely you have a funny life story. Surely you yes. can contribute in some way. Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review the show at review.nlcast.com. And thanks to our patrons, for your support, with special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Kerry Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more of your favorite podcasts today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed. Don't get depressed. Just think, hey, I don't want to bring this bundle of bees into my baby. This belongs on that story show. I better wet myself down, though, before I wet myself down, if you know what I mean. And John, um, I would suggest you and the neighbor get together and install a, an outdoor potty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just come to terms. Only got one bathroom. Just come to terms with it. Just look him straight in the eye and said, I, I, I didn't see what you were doing, but I saw what you were doing. And uh, I thought you were waving to me. <laughs> we need to we need to put this indoors somewhere. We got to we'll, we'll cut a moon into the door like you're supposed to yeah and uh 
we'll be done with all that. Back 40. We'll share it between us. We'll put it right on the dotted line, the invisible line between our our homes. Fair enough. And uh, I, was, I was really hoping he didn't see me because I'm hoping he'll bring me some more produce this year. <laughs> if he washes his hands first. <laughs> you can't wash your hands when you're peeing outside. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> you better wash his hands. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.